Matt, today we're going to talk about what we call the alter ego strategy. Uh, this could also be known as maybe uh, the fake persona strategy. And um, basically, it's a, a su suppression strategy that you're using. Um, can you give us kind of an overview of like, what's the alter ego strategy? What is it? Yeah. So instead of writing about the real person, we write about someone fictional who shares their name. Now we can choose whatever profession we want, but I typically like to do someone like a marketing entrepreneur who loves to do blogs and interviews and press releases. Someone that explains why they're so uh, content focused online. So it makes sense rather than like, you know, some boring old CPA accountant who wouldn't really make much sense. So okay. ultimately we can pick wherever we want, but that's kind of our go-to. And, uh, yeah, so we write about a fictional person and put their information on high-ranking domain authority sites, and we use AI to generate images so they can't be reverse searched, and it looks very real. So when you say you're using AI for the images, that's so that like you're we're not buying images from stock websites. Exactly, yeah, because you could reverse search those and then the gigs up. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, so. Who is this strategy for? Who would want to do that this way? About half of our clients pick this route. It's good for people who are not business owners or C-level executives. Someone who's just an employee, you know, normal Joe. Um, maybe someone who's retired, a college kid, a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad. Someone where it wouldn't really make much sense about them doing interviews about their career you know if you're um an employee at a large corporation not doing anything special it doesn't really make much sense to have a whole news story written about you right and so is it also safe to say that this is good there are some people who don't want to be online yeah yeah we actually do it's a good point we have some people that would be a good fit for real them maybe they own a small business but they just don't want to be more information online. They want to stay incognito, be low online presence. But the problem is you need to write information about that keyword, their name. So you, no matter what, you have to have something out there. And if you don't have anything out there, then the negative is out there. So yeah, if you're not a big fan of having more information online about you, it's definitely the way to go. Huh. Okay. So this is kind of an interesting question, but since we're making up all this stuff, we're making up all the the whole person, like the, the pictures, the stories, the job, everything is fake. Is it legal? It's legal. Uh, I'm sure one or two sites might have it in their fine print. It's against their uh, policy, but you know, whatever. It's not like you're, they're going to uh, sue us. Um, but I mean, even then, it's no one really cares. Uh, not illegal. We have had clients who are like, hey, I have, I share my name with an attorney. That's right about him instead. That's not illegal, but that is not a good idea because that person does exist. So we would never write about someone real with that shares your name. It's always me, someone fictional. And yeah, nothing illegal about it at all. Gotcha. So let me kind of, let's play this out with an example. Let's say we have a hypothetical client. Uh, his name is Tim Johnson. Uh, let's say he is an accountant, um, but he's an employee at a, you know, a large accounting firm. If he comes to you and he's like, Hey, Matt, I, I like what you guys are talking about. Let's do that alter ego strategy. 
would you say that is it going to work better or worse if we use like the real Tim Johnson with his real social media and his real background? Or is it going to work better to make up this hypothetical, you know, marketing guru, Tim Johnson? There's pros and cons. So pros, we have more freedom. We can write about, we can get into more publications that are a wide variety. If the person is um, a janitor, we can't get them into dot-com magazine, for example. So it gives us more freedom with a fictional. However, no one's actually searching for this fictional person. And as we all know, page views is very important. Who clicks on what? And because this person doesn't exist, they're not actually getting a search. But if Tim Johnson, the accountant, is real and writing about him, his friends, colleagues, dates, they're going to click on it. There'll be real traffic. So we can always counterbalance that with click teams for the fictional person, and usually you have to. But yeah, pros and cons. So I guess when a new client comes to you, you do you sort of present this as an option to them? Or are they like, hey, I want to do... I don't want to be online. I want to do this. How does it? Yeah, I always present both options and their choice. And then once once the decision is made, like we're either going down the road of the, of the real Tim Johnson or the fake Tim Johnson, you got to stay on that road, right? Not necessarily. You could change it up. It's huh. uh, I think the writers get a little pissy. They got to relearn the person, but it's not a big deal. Yeah, oh, people so switch. People switched on us, and we're okay with it. Are you saying that you might create two alter egos for Tim Johnson? One is a marketing VP and the other is maybe a chef? Yeah, we've done that before. But sometimes we'll write about a fictional person and then the client sides, they want to derail them. They're like, oh, wow, I love these articles. I want this to be about me, be, be about me now. So we'll switch gears. That's funny. Well, we're laugh I'm, I'm laughing and joking about this. But the bottom line is, is that the strategy works, right? Because you're getting more content out there. It confuses Google's algorithm, and ultimately, it helps to push down the negative stuff about the real Tim Johnson, right? Exactly. And then the client's happy doing fictional, too, because they don't have to keep signing off on content and reading it. And it's fictional, so it doesn't matter if the guy went to Harvard in 1992 or 1993. It's like, oh, you don't have to read the – it's not a big deal. But if you write about the real them, they have to make sure every single detail is correct. And our writers are fabulous, but sometimes they'll get a detail wrong. They'll read their LinkedIn, let's say, and – kind of pull wrong information rare but you know the client has to read everything it's just we publish a lot of words a lot of content and it's time consuming for the client these clients have their careers so they're busy so even these people that would be good for real them they like the fictional route because it just saves them so much time interesting uh okay last question what percentage of people uh do the alter ego strategy is it like a 50 50 or about half and half yeah interesting so there's a lot of fake people on the internet. There are. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, thanks a lot for your time today. And if you're watching this video, you know, and you need help pushing down negative search results in Google, if you want to bury them, contact us. We're going to help you. We're going to be the most affordable, no long-term contracts. If it's working every month for you, you keep going, you push it down as far as you want. Yeah. So month to month base, no commitment. And the first month has a hundred percent money back guarantee. If you're unhappy for literally any reason at all. So zero risk, give us to try. That's great. And if you want to read about your uh, fictional self online, where are the guys to come to? Uh, yes, Mike. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Matt.